You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any electrical needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. Welcome into a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody, and this is Zach Whittington on a episode featuring a small yapping dog. Oh, it's it's near my apartment, and for the last forty eight hours, I someone got a dog near me, and it's a it's a small <laughs> yapper. Zach's not pleased. No, no, no. I I love animals. Love animals. Love dogs. But this one is persistent in the barking. They have to work on it. Small yaps. At least it's not ferocious, but this episode, we may have to call it the yapper. Ooh, the yapper? I do have a football player if we want to name it after him, but I'm good with the yapper. Before I forget, just because yapper rhymes with snapper. So, uh, the saga of the Washington Redskins' new team mascot. Of y'all doubt it initially started with Daniel going impromptu, and he was like, uh, uh. Uh, the turtles. The turtles. And I, you think it's a joke. We're laughing it off. Daniel, you're crazy. Ridiculous. That's that's a horrible name. And then you ask him the team colors, and he's like, uh, 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 green and uh, uh, amber. And then amber's pretty terrible, but you know, hey, it it gets you can almost pull it off for a turtle color scheme, turtle shell. And then here we go. We're brainstorming throughout the week. The Washington Snappers. You're in the DMV. You're in the Washington, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, Peninsula area. You got the Maryland Terps right in there. You got the you got the coastal waters. You got the crab cakes. You got it. You got the football team. You got the green and amber color scheme. And you got the Washington you got the Snappers. snappers. Also, the Washington Kino Snappers. Playing two, uh, Madden 20 on the random game mode. At one point, you can choose a, a team name of the Snappers. Yes, so Madden's already a on foreshadowing that. on a turtled-themed NFL team. A little Terrapin fever. Ooh, I love it. Ooh. You can't call them the Terrapins, can't, though. can't steal it. I, I don't like Maryland. Ever since Maryland left the ACC for the Big Ten, good riddance, first off, and your ugly flag uniforms. It's a tough move if you look at it. It is not Second gone off, well. To the Big Ten? It's not gone well for them. Big Ten's top heavy. And when I say top heavy, there's some really good teams at they the top of the Big the Ten. They the rough side of the league, too. They played Ohio State, Michigan, and Michigan State every year. <laughs> the rough side of the league. I've been to Baltimore. Yeah, they're not going to be on the nice side. It's, the, it's more <laughs> of the rough side, I promise. Oh, boy. Um. So, well, we will potentially name it the Snappers, but also could name it since it is episode 49, Zach, could go with a Dennis Smith, the 1981 Yeah, you're going to have to drop some knowledge. First round. First rounder. First rounder, man. See, a Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer safety. Wow. Inducted 2001. What's he look like? No, no visuals on Dennis Smith? Uh, I mean, in the, vis- in the audio medium, it'll be tough for the fans. But I got you a picture. Individual. 
You see, I don't feel bad because the only reason I asked that because I was wondering if it was a white guy safety, and I tried not to like let the fact out that I was wondering if it was a white guy safety out, but it was. It was. Oh, it was a white guy safety. So hey, but my suspicions were right. Hall of Famer also played for ten years, or actually played for thirteen years. You know, Career somewhere long. in there, all with the Broncos. Oh man, impressive. What years? It was a uh, nineteen. It was before Elway, right? Yeah, before Elway. It was 1981 was his draft year. Play to no, he got some Elway. He got some Elway. Got a little Elway? He got some Elway. He probably got some good Elway. Because Elway was uh, 80s until 2000. Six-time Pro Bowler. Oh, man. Watch out. Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith, man. Head Hunter. Head Hunter. Maybe he'll be the Snappers. Maybe we'll just go double name. It's happened before. Yeah. But we also have <laughs> lots of sports news, Zach, because sports finally have the feeling of being back, although... Well, yes, we have basketball back. There's and now. <laughs> certain questions of like if it should be back, but we're not here to ask those. We're here to just talk about the sports happening. You're talking about if basketball should be back? If any of the sports should be back. Well, but, well I think looking at the NBA bubble and what information you have to share, how there was zero positive tests. 356 tests. Three, zero for 356. No matter how you slice that, that's zero percent. So the bubble is working. They're building barbershops. We're having <laughs> practice games today. So today you had the Clippers in action. You got, got little Paul George, little Kawhi. They both played. Also, you had the Denver Nuggets in action. You got to see the uh, premiere of the 16th pick, Ball Ball, the son of the illustrious Monte Ball, who has a couple of... Uh, I'm gonna sidetrack here on some Monte okay, Ball talk. So <laughs> I don't know if you're ready for the Monte Ball segment. It. There's a couple of famous clips of Monte Ball. There's one where he hit eight three pointers in the first half of a game. <laughs> seven foot six or seven. Most insane thing you've ever seen. Straight cash money. This is the dad of Ball Ball. We're 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 reminiscing here. And then also I saw a stat line today, Daniel. Listen to this. Stat line for uh, Monte Ball, while he was playing Division Three at Bridgetown or something like that. Uh, anyways, 31 points, 29 boards, 31 blocks. Division Three basketball. And he's 7'7". But Ball 31 now. blocks. That's I hadn't even seen a Wilt Chamberlain stat line with 31 blocks. Possibly bro. stat of the month. Stat, that's the stat line of the month. Put it on Twitter. I don't know what month it happened, when it happened. No, that's this month. So, because that we found that this month. Okay. Stat of the month. Stat of the month for July. Monte Ball 31, 29, 31. Re- if you can do it on 2K, blocks. send me a picture. I'll buy you some VC. So, but, anyways, his son, Ball Ball, Denver Nuggets, 16th pick, went 16, 10, and 6 today. Whew. 16 points, 10 rebounds, 6. Uh, blocks in his debut, and it's a practice scrimmage, whatever. But dude, threw down a yam, got a poster. He was like two feet above the rim with his hand and dunked it. He looks athletic. I mean, he you don't look natural when you're seven foot seven, you know, like you're skinny still. But if he could continue to put on weight, put on weight, like Porzingis is a pretty good thickness for seven three. Looks natural. He's very athletic. Ball ball. I mean. You got seven foot seven to play with. You can score some buckets and defend the rim. That sounds perfect for the Nuggets. Add that Donovan Mitchell. They, I mean, they're already a good team. 
So uh, that's a good addition for Nugget, the squad. Uh, no, uh, John, Donovan Mitchell's on the Jazz. Jazz, sorry. Yeah, Nuggets, you got Jamal Murray, you got Jokic. 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 Yes. Skinny. Jokic. Skinny Jokic. That man looks nasty in the little bit of practice film they let out. Looked good. I'm excited for that. But also, we got another big name back in the bubble. Westbrook is back with his team. He's excited back from uh, finally clear of the coronavirus. Uh, Didn't James Harden have it too? I do believe so. Um, I think he's actually still... He I think he is in the bubble already, though. Um, and then Zion said he plans to return soon also. Um, also, a little news as far as uh, the teams uh, not in the bubble. The Timberwolves are... Uh, Potentially going to be sold. Glenn Taylor, the current owner, is looking at potentially selling them. Uh, one major and current leading uh, buyer would be the owners of the Vikings, which is the Willis family. Um, and then KG is rumored to be looking to try to form a group to buy it as well. So that's Kevin Garnett, Kevin Garnett. For, for you uh Uninformed Sorry. hoop fans. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Kevin Garnett I mean, is uh, the the longtime Timberwolf turned Boston Celtic, won a title with the Celtics. Anything is possible. And then, uh, great. I love that scene. Anyways, he's great uh, stuff. he's trying to uh, buy the Wolves. That's cool because I made a joke last podcast about him doing that. And here we go. Here we are, Zach. So, you profit. <laughs> Whoa now. <laughs> Slow down. So, Slow awesome. down. Uh, that's all I got for the NBA. Zach, you have any notes? Anything? Uh, Zion did go home for the family matter. NBA didn't let out any information. Like you said, the NBA has not come back yet. The first official game is the Pelicans versus who? The Jazz. The Jazz. The Donovan Mitchell. Donovan that, Mitchell. That you so badly wanted to play for the Nuggets. And, uh... <laughs> Maybe he gets traded in Nuggets. Y'all, y'all write this down. Episode forty nine. But uh, <laughs> hearing anyway, rumors now. Besides that, you you want Zion back for the start. Obviously, if not, you're not gonna rush him. Who knows? But yeah, basketball's back. Gotta love it. Basketball. Hornets aren't back, so my heart still hurts. Oh, nor my Hawks. But well, hey, misery needs company, right? Sounds great. Uh, NFL. <laughs> sounds great. <laughs> Uh, NFL, NFLPA met uh, today, I do believe, also met yesterday, and should be meeting for the next few days, probably through the weekend, on looking into uh, what's going to be the health and safety measures taken for the season. Um, they've already proposed, the NFL themselves have proposed no preseason games, um, and then there's going to be no bubble, but with the team's uh, camps, they're just going to do strictly uh, individual camps at their facilities, and they're going to try to retrofit facilities to f- uh, be more safe and distant. Um, obviously, there will be a mask. The NFL said there would be mandatory mask if sta- uh, fans are let in the stadium, but at this point, I would assume sta- fans not in the stadium. Um so those are just a few of the things they're talked about so far potentially happening. You uh, you made me think of something when you said that there's no fans in the stadium, and then I made a joke in my head they're outside of the stadium. But there was a <clears throat> clip that surfaced from overseas for a Syria ah um, soccer game. The fans rented sixteen cranes. 
and they had cranes lifted over the stands and there were like groups of like four to five people and all 16 of these cranes watching the soccer match over the top of the stands crane rentals What's the- so if you got some cranes it's a good time. You need to you need to, need to step them, those prices up. Was, do just, some advertising around sports leagues. Don't tell them that. I was about to look up what's the price of a crane. I'm going to try to find the cheapest crane I can get. Well, yeah, I'm talking about established crane rental people. Well, I mean, I just want to. I'm trying <laughs> to rent a crane. Find me a crane, somebody. We're gonna. We yes, got, we could start we got a triumph game coming up Saturday. We could go oh, to. You need. One. I need the crane. <laughs> Daniel, I think you. What happens when the police are like, "Hey, can you get this crane out of the like, middle of this sir, neighborhood?" What do you mean? I'm I'm gonna have a hard hat on. I'll have a little vest. <laughs> so, I'm gonna look like I'm working. You're going full incognito. Full incognito. We're undercover. I'm gonna have walkie talkie. Full tool. Well, I'm, I'm working on this. I'm working on this cut pole. Down the street. <laughs> Power pole. So well, officer, please don't get close. So <laughs> these lives are wires alive. Please step back, sir. <laughs> this is a hard hat zone. <laughs> There you go. So, I think we could do it, but uh, that's crazy. Yes. Um, so, anyway, NFL, Michael Bennett retires after 10 years in the league. Also, 2013 Super Bowl champion with the Broncos. He also played at multiple teams, had stops in Seattle, stops in Dallas. You mentioned one Legion in the Eagles. Um, so, yeah. But, great player. Uh, yeah, he's vocal too. He'll probably get into some of this uh, Black Lives Matters activism or MMA. I could see him do a MMA. He does have the body of like a heavyweight. Or if you listen to the Bennett's talk too, they are they're slightly socially different, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I'm just like they got opinions and they stick by them and beliefs and they're always good interviews and honestly interesting to listen to so there you go um michael bennett also over the weekend a little just random stuff we saw uh you meant showed it to me on twitter t-o and tyreek hill raced and another uh initials terrell owens hall of fame wide receiver in the end NFL, National Football League. National Football League, goddamn. We got to get better at this. Um, so yeah, Terrell Owens, Tyreek Hill, a little foot race, forty yard dash, hundred yard dash. But uh, on the hundred yard dash, they gave To a head start of like ten yards, and uh, Tyreek Hill did not ever catch up. Right? No, and and they ran a full hundred yard sprint. Which first off, hundred yards. You can get going fast. You get up to full speed for a little bit, but then endurance kicks in towards the end. Kind of cut out. And, uh, yeah, T.O. kept his distance. He probably finished three or four yards ahead of Tyreek at the end. 46 years old versus fastest guy in the NFL, the National Football League. I like it. <laughs> and, uh, hey, man, Panthers, Teddy Bridgewater, you going to sign T.O.? Oh, Santiago, another wide receiver I saw, Greg Jennings, with a broken leg. Oh, my God. Greg Jennings with a broken leg. He ran, put the team on his back. Uh, that so, video. Greg Jennings, ex-Packers wide receiver, he has now made the transition into bodybuilding. He won Mr. Minnesota. Really? Yes. And he's going to go up. This is a little, a little like, the Ocho sports, I guess. But he's getting into, like, men's physique, and he's... They're just like super freaking tiny waist, huge shoulders, 
They I was going to say, this shorts. man's massive. He's bet. literally in the body boom, but, I mean, you already got amazing genetics. You made it to the NFL. Now he's just getting shredded and lifting weights. Yeah, and, probably. But, he's yeah, he won, he won Mr. Minnesota, though, so he may actually be really good at the bodybuilding thing, and he's pushing 42. So life as an NFL wide receiver post-career must not be too bad. Or maybe this means you see some players who are not exactly – out of the range of early 40s, potentially is, trying comebacks and is, stuff. How about that? Well, you made me think this is a good idea for players to leave early to avoid injury and pursue other parts of life. You know, like you see you Gronk retiring. Back. Gronk obviously came back for Brady, but <laughs> you see Megatron retiring. You see Keekly retiring. You see. Who was up? Patrick Willis, the linebacker for the 49ers, retired early middle. A lot of linebackers retire. Obviously, you understand why a linebacker will retire early, especially with concussion concussion risk. But still, leaving – these guys are not just football players. These guys would be – like, the the number one bodybuilder in the world is on a football field. (laughs) You know? Like, he's playing football. Like, the number one soccer player in the world, he's probably on a football field right now. Like, some of the best basketball players are playing corner. (laughs) <laughs> you know a lot so. of, yeah a lot of these players definitely and like not even just other sports a lot of these athletes have other interests and you would assume like their worth ethic they have already that they're going to be good at most things they are going to try to attempt um well also we have MLB returning that is actually happening tomorrow Zach uh we get uh games back tomorrow 60 game season you think there's going to be a little bit of a difference as far as, like, obviously everybody has a chance because everybody's starting midseason perfect record. I mean, you better get off to a hot start. You don't want to start out 2-13 and 13 and try to dig your way back. <laughs> yeah, not ideal, <laughs> but maybe we see some crazy things. Um, the Blue Jays, a little note, will be playing this season. They're not really sure where as far as their home games. They're not allowed to play in Toronto because the Canadian government won't let them. They were potentially going to play in Pittsburgh with the Pirates, and the Pirates are going to allow it, but then Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania said they cannot do it. Um, so now they are potentially just going to be like wearing their jerseys at one of the at an away at each away game where their home jerseys one game. Yeah, I heard. Uh, <clears throat> I was watching Dan Lebetard, and then uh, there was a uh, somebody filling in, but she suggested that they should go for a historic, smaller baseball town like Cooperstown in New York, Ooh. play near where the Baseball Hall of Fame is at a, like a field. There's a field right there, so you know that'd be great. It's just baseball. Do it Sandlot style. Go to Atlanta, play the uh, old Braves stadium. We have a team, though. Yeah, but... And they're the Blue Jays. Get out of here. You can stay up there. Um, <laughs> so, speaking of the Braves, they have now added a new member to the team, to the squad. Uh, Yasiel Puig is now a member of the Atlanta Braves. Zach, any thoughts as a Braves fan? They have potential to have the best outfield in baseball. I mean, you got Puig... Ronald Acuna and Ozzy Albies out there out in the the outfield, and it, it, I mean this is a Braves team that very well could potentially win the World. That's Series what I was. Year. That's what I have a feeling just because of the sixty games. Like this is a season where I feel like hitting is going to prove better than pitching in sixty games until the playoffs. Because if you don't hit well, right, like pitchers take a whole season to show you what they had. 
but this year will be nice because if you got some good offense, you're going to win some games, and you, there's not many games to win. You know, no, the yeah. season's going to go by very quickly. You, sure, you play four baseball games over four days. I mean, like I sort of do hope the Braves keep it a little bit. You just you know, middle of the pack most of the season. You know, for most of the games, and then when we get to playoff season, ramp it up. Playoff right, right towards playoff time. Like we got to ramp that, mm-hmm. so ramp it up and get into the groove. Don't try to get into the groove too early because sixty games is a lot of games. You can definitely lose it before the playoffs, as you mentioned. And speaking of sixty games, there are sixty opportunities that are not going to have fans to boo the Houston cheating Astros. So me and Dan, Dan and I, are. Uh, have this little initiative we're going to start every week we're going to do our part to save baseball's purity as a game because like it needs yeah i mean it's america's pastime give me some cracker jacks but we are going to boo the houston astros every week from our couch yep it's, it's our favorite time of the week best time of the week so on the count of three one, two, three. Boo. 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 Terrible team, Houston Astros. Don't cheat. We didn't do this for the Patriots, though, Dan. I just thought of that mid-boo. I mean, there nobody else does it for the Patriots. Are we going to? Everybody's going to boo the Astros. We already have th- people throwing balls at the Astros in an exhibition game. Three you said players three hit. pitches in three the first game. Three players hit by pitches. It'd be cool if the whole starting nine lineup all got pegged. That pitcher would get ejected very quickly. Was it three different pitchers? Do you know? Do you know those details? Uh, I do not know if it was. It might have been. It might have been different. starter, middle relief, and closer. I mean, they hey, man. Somebody. Some people are going to get pegged this year by on the Astros for sure. Yeah, and we're going to pick on them every week. So every week you guys are invited to boo along with us. One other note, Mookie Betts signs another extension uh, with the L.A. Dodgers. $365 million now playing for the 13 years with that team. That's crazy. Man, if Mookie Betts is playing baseball in 13 years... They're gonna I'll pay, pay him you. out. I'll th- pay you the dollar I found. They're gonna pay him out three hundred sixty-five million dollars. I mean, that's not that bad over thirteen. If we're talking five hundred milli for ten for Patrick Mahomes, what is happening, man? <laughs> I don't make this much. We Daniel. we we can get into something. We were we were talking about money. We we're screaming and, about Amazon and, and money and things and poverty. <laughs> and third we world country. But we're good, man. How about this, Zach? It's a sports pod. NCAA, college football. Obviously, we're not sure if it's coming back, what's going to happen with it. But if the season has to be moved to the spring, <laughs> hypothetically, as a Clemson fan, you have a potential, most likely number one pick in Trevor Lawrence as your quarterback. Do you think Trevor Lawrence, or perhaps a Justin Fields at Ohio State, is going to sit out a season if it's moved to the spring? You know, I don't even mean... Don't judge me, listening crowd, when I say this, for being a Clemson fan. I don't think... Clemson is the type of program where guys would sit out. Clemson is the program where guys come back their senior year and they play, 
And it's the program where guys, when they do leave early, it's because they were fast-tracking their education and already graduated in three years because they're on the fast-track to the pros program because Clemson is a factory at this point. But with that being said, I really do think that Trevor Lawrence, you don't even make it as the Clemson starting quarterback if you don't have the character that you're not going to come back for your senior year. I understand he's the number one overall pick, and there's millions of dollars on the line, but he'll probably take out an insurance policy. And like, even if he tears an ACL, if he tears an ACL senior year, he's going to go number one overall. Even if he plays one game, tears an ACL, he's going to go number one overall. Tua has a hip fracture. And he went fourth. What did two ago? Like fourth or fifth? Exactly. So <clears throat> I think Trevor's going to play. Everybody's going to play. ETN came back. He could have been drafted. And it's and even if he didn't play, even if he does sit out the year, you got a five star behind him. I'm not worried about it, Dan. I just want to play football, and I'm starting to come to the grips with the fact that there's going to be nobody in the stands for college football. Most likely. I, I'm thinking no fans in the stands. No fans in the stands. If it rhymes, it's true, guys. It's how it is. But, Zach, I am with you. I don't think – I don't know. Trevor Lawrence, maybe not, but I do see Justin Fields sitting out. A lot of players would, a lot of big-name players, That's obviously. That's what I'm saying. It's not close enough. We'll see. Ohio State, they totally have think, players sit. I think it's just – and, like, maybe y'all – maybe Trevor Lawrence doesn't, but y'all could have another player sit. Just depending. It's each player having their individual situation. <clears throat> but here's that. the thing. If Trevor Lawrence doesn't sit, what guy on the Clemson roster says, I'm going to sit? Somebody in a different situation from what Trevor Lawrence is in. Mm-hmm. Not everybody's the same person. Not everybody's doing the same thing all the time. I understand, but, but everybody else has something to prove. Like, he proved it his freshman year. He won a natty. But, also, we finally can get to what we really want to talk about. Oh, my gosh. As Greenville, South Carolina residents, we are obviously South Greenville Triumph fans and the Triumph are back on the fields. And this is what makes sports feel like they're back for me, Zach, is having the boys back. Yeah, Yeah, that Greenville Triumph. That Greenville Triumph. We with the win, go down to Fort Lauderdale, inaugural game for this uh, new team to the league, um, USL League One, and we get the 2-0 win. Alex Morrell with a score right at the end of half. The first half, we looked really good, strong as far as uh, attack, and uh, we, you know, Dallas J has a couple amazing saves, very solid saves. He's going to be – he's already back in – mid-season form i swear so we're good on the back end but the front end took a little while to get it together i will say the possession time was i felt like dominated dominated a bit by uh, fort lauderdale but we were pushing forward a lot the whole time very aggressive with the play as far as on offense um, anything you saw that you noted in the first half? Uh, obviously, first half. I mean, I was begging to get the halftime, and then the goal—literally, a cross from the right wing all the way to the left side of the box in the forty-seventh minute of the first half. There's only three minutes of stopping time, stoppage time, and then literally cross from midfield, right wing, all the way to the left box. The bit clean finish. Settle on the ground bottom right corner of the goal and literally i looked around we were like holy moly wow that was abrupt so great goal and then to end the game in the second half i noted all the subs look very competent on ball i liked all the subs i liked the choices of substitutes and then the second goal 
Second goal early, Jake Keegan. It was a cross from, I do believe, Alex Morell. Alex Morell is a he had assist and a he goal. Assist yeah. and goal signed over the offseason. This man is going to be a key for this offense, I think. I think he's a huge sign for us. Also, on the back end, Brandon Frick, another new guy, looked really strong out there next to Evan Lee. Evan what Lee frick? has no long hair or man bun. Slightly disappointing. Yeah, but it well, it's not weighing it him down. He's faster. That's true. More aerodynamic. <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, next Saturday we get Richmond at home, obviously another closed door situation. Um, but we will, uh, obviously be able to view it on ESPN plus kickoff seven o'clock. Um, I am pumped for another game, man. This team looks really good. Yep. Go Triumph. Go Triumph. 864 for life. 864 life. We're up the boys. Um, guys, I think that's all we got this week on a very movie sports show. Uh, Hey, uh, Daniel, um, what's up? I was going to tell you this joke about construction. Uh, I haven't finished the joke yet. Okay. It, that, that is the joke. It's a joke about construction. It's not finished yet. <laughs> it's, it's a bad joke. It's a uh, solid joke to end uh, out a solid podcast. Dang it. Uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Episode 49. Episode 49, guys. We appreciate you I listening. messed up the joke. I messed up the punchline. <laughs> follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Uh, we will get we need to get working on the website. We will get working on the website. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, I'll say it one more time. We will get working on the website. We will say it one more time. Get working <laughs> on the website. That was two more times. All right. Y'all have a good week. Two times. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media. And check out our website, MoodySportsPage.com. See you next week, guys.